Yo, what's good, y'all? This is Two. This is Cal. Welcome to Word to the Blurred, baby. Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for welcoming us into your your ears. It's a, a pleasure to be in your eardrums right now. It feels good. Or if you're listening to us in your car. Yeah. Either way, it feels good. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, how you been, Two? I'm good, man. Just celebrated my 33rd birthday this past Friday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Ooh. Excuse me for being tired, y'all. Um, right now, I'm visiting New York on break. I actually go back on Sunday. So, you know, just need to get some time away from D.C. for a little minute, away from the job. But about to go back. I actually started looking at some places to live so I can move off the of campus and actually start setting out some roots out there. Okay, good shit, good shit, man. Nice, nice, okay. So moves will definitely be made on you, and it definitely sounds like. What's up with you, though? Hey, man, I got I got this week off from work, so it's midwinter break, so I've just been enjoying it, just surviving, taking shit day by day, and just, you know, living life. I'm not mad at that, bro. Definitely not mad at that. This has been like a... An interesting week. No, it's been interesting, what, two weeks? Because Mandalorian's been off for two weeks, right? Mandalorian. Boba Fett. I'm sorry. Mandalorian 2.5. That's yeah. what we call it. Yeah. Because I don't think we talked about that in the last episode. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't really talk about the end. I, I mean, I think, well, I mean, we can kind of talk about it briefly, but I think that whole show, if you call it a Boba Fett show, I think it failed as a Boba Fett show. I just, I think Boba Fett is the most inept criminal gangster <laughs> on the show. He just looked so incompetent. He got his ass kicked by everybody. Like, when I was expecting from the show, like, if you watch the original Star Wars, you think of Boba Fett as this, you know, this mysterious, this, this mysterious ruthless bounty hunter badass who, you know, he has morals, he has codes, but he'll kill someone at the drop of a dime. And this Boba was kind of like a... A older, more world weary Boba, which makes sense. Yeah, I get it. More world weary, and I, I kind of don't understand his motivation because he talked about what well, he wanted. He was sick of working for other people, right? He yeah, wanted he to make it better for bounty hunters. But then, but but then again, you know, he was it just for himself or was it for other bounty hunters? I feel like it was just for himself and the lady that he was with. But Fennec Chan wasn't even a bounty hunter. I thought she was. Oh, she was an assassin. Yeah, she was like an assassin, like a hired killer. Yeah. All right. Well, she just owes a life debt. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. There were just moments I was just kind of like over, like because I was watching it. When remember when he went to the Sarlacc pit? Mm-hmm. What did he go there for? I think he was looking for his armor. Remember, he crawled out of the Sarlacc with his armor. True. So then, because I was watching, I was like, I was like, why are we back at the Sarlacc pit? He's like, I need my armor. I was That's like, when he has a ship, right? Yeah, and he's like he's like flying closer to the Sarlacc, who's still fucking alive. <laughs> and he thinks it's a good idea to get as close as possible to a live Sarlacc. It's like I need my armor, but like my my dude, you you crawled out of the pit and like what the first second episode with your armor on. Like I thought I thought it was like I felt like he was going there to kill it, not to like actually go back thinking he had his armor there. But I don't. That was kind of one of the dumb moments in that show for me. And then like. I don't know. I I think I probably said this before, but I think based off the trailers, I was expecting it to be like more of a crime show, 
it, it could have been like a, a Star Wars meets Godfather kind of show. And I was like, that's okay. what kind of but, but it, it just, it, it just wasn't. And it takes like a kind of a crazy pivot and turns into Mandalorian like 2.5, which I didn't mind because that, that first episode where they brought back Din Djarin was amazing. That was amazing. That was a great episode. But then I was like, in the end, how does this serve Boba and his story? Well, I kind of feel like you had to bring him back. Um, just off the strength and as I was thinking about it and, and thinking about some stuff, like you you kind of had no choice. Because mm-hmm. you've said it before that it's kind of boring. For me, I didn't mind the flashbacks because it was good to see what Sun was up to yeah. the past couple years. But also it was just like, fuck, there has to be more. You know, by the time it was in present day, he's kind of just walking around. There's not much action. And the only time that you kind of saw action was when, by the time Din Djarin comes in, and he comes in there, lightsaber blazing, you know? Yeah, dark um, saber, that was pretty cool. And then you get that ship, the new, um, the the new his new ship, which yeah. is like wizard, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. and it was just, it was dope. I feel like that last episode <clears throat> kind of redeemed Boba a little bit, especially when he had those those knee blasters and shit like that. I was I like, you know. This is the way, motherfucker. I'm trying to remember the last of, like I remember like it just felt like it was one big gunfight, but then I felt like nothing was resolved. I don't know. It, there were really. just things with it. I was just like, all right, they're just you know we're gonna shoot him up and use this as like a way to just wrap up the season. But I don't know. I just you know what else I'm saying? I'm sick of Tatooine. Can we Go stop going else. to Tatooine? Like they call it a galaxy far, far away, but we only seem to go to fucking Tatooine. Is that what the what the budget will allow? It's like we gotta go film in some desert place, but I'm so sick of Tatooine, man. But I'll tell you one thing that I loved was having the Ahsoka Tano Luke Skywalker. That was cool. It was cool to see Luke, and it was cool to um to see Grogu and see um Ahsoka again. That was all set up, you know. It was just like, oh, will we see you again in my new show coming to Disney Plus <laughs> next year or two or whatever? Get ready. I mean, for all that, I kind of feel like you should give us a Luke show. Nah, that'd be fucking expensive. I would be so down with that. Give me a Luke show. Let me see what Sunday I'd be okay with it only if you cast a new actor to play him instead of that CGI thing they're doing now. Because you can't make a whole show just based off of that whole CGI face thing, no matter how good it's getting, because that's expensive. And you could also kind of tell if you watch his mouth, it doesn't exactly line up. All with right. the words that are being said, but true, I, I guess if you if you're paying that much attention to it, but I was just I was just happy to see that. I thought Luke was a bit of a dick when he was like, "You have to choose." Grogu. Yeah, how could you? How, like, what the fuck? You just met Grogu. How could you give him that choice? How dare you? Take Yoda's lightsaber or take this invincible fucking chainmail. Give me the fucking chainmail and the lightsaber. Let me be better than, way better than Yoda ever was. Let me be Word. more protected than Yoda ever was. Yeah, Luke, Luke was a dick for that. But I guess it's on oh. brand because he was actually kind of a dick in um, The Last Jedi. So I wonder why his fucking temple didn't last. Yeah, word. Nephew had to show you what was good, you fuck. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't, I don't know. Boba Fett was just kind of there. It was something I watched. I didn't hate it. I was never over the moon about it. I was just like, yeah. that's kind of that's how I felt about WandaVision. Like it just WandaVision me. I was kind of this like, it was just again, yeah, it was something it was to watch, right. something yeah. to watch. There were some interesting parts, but you know, it wasn't like, oh shit, we got to talk about this. We got to post about this. You know what I mean? But I'm 
Obi-Wan Kenobi's coming soon, man. Uh, Hopefully, I think they're May. supposed to have um, May. Um, May, May the 4th. No, is it May the 4th? Yeah, that's what I heard. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I know it's in May, but I don't... Because I think they wanted to do it in time for Star Wars Day. Because which is interesting because... um, What was I going to say? Oh, I'm sorry. It's May 25th. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because there's, there's actually why. a Star Trek show. Coming on May fourth, I think Strange New Worlds comes on May fourth, doesn't it? I don't think something so. something comes on May fourth that has to do with Star Trek, and it surprised me because I was like, "That's usually a Star Wars kind of day." But anyways, I kind of want to switch gears, um, but you know what show didn't disappoint was Peacemaker. It's May fifth. Oh my gosh, Peacemaker. Yeah, Peacemaker was amazing, and it was a show I kind of I didn't I didn't really have any expectations because I was like. What are we getting from this? The trailers didn't really wow me. I wasn't really sure what to think of it. And then what they put the first three episodes or four? I think it was like the first three. Yeah, first three episodes. First two or three. Yeah, first two or three on HBO Max. And we watched them all together and I was like, all right, I fucks with this show. No. <laughs> Even from the, the intro, once the, the intro starts, you like you don't You're skip the, you don't skip the peacemaker intro. You don't. That's just rules. You skip that shit. I you I, could, I judge you. You skip like the recap, but you don't skip. The fucking intro. Exactly. Don't. Do you really want to do you really want to taste that? That shit yeah. goes, bro. I, it was it was a good show. Um, you could really just tell. Warner Brothers said, "Hey James Gunn, go do whatever the fuck you want. Bring us some money." He literally please. wrote whatever the fuck you want. He did whatever the fuck you want. Made whatever jokes about any of their characters he wanted. He even got a couple men. Well, wait, can we talk about that? What? This finale? I mean, I feel like it's been enough time. Because it wasn't this past Friday, was it? It was last week. It's last week, Thursday. Yeah. Well, tomorrow we'll legit make a week long. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Literally, they had uh, two members of the Justice League appear in the last episode. And we won't like go into story details and things like that. Fuck but you, Barry. That was surprising, and that's how you just know that Warner Brothers had faith in what was going on, what what he was doing. They literally just said, "Okay, here's a check. You know, go make art," which is so so cool. You know, because I've I've watched a bunch of James Gunn's things. He's a fucking zany filmmaker. And he's funny as shit. Yeah, he is. He's done like a movie called Super, which is actually kind of a superhero movie, but it's pretty fucking violent and sad. And he did this movie called Slither, which is this crazy horror movie. And then he's done Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. He's currently shooting the third one. Oh, it's already in production. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they've been filming for over a month now. Damn. So it's like he's the only one yeah. that's like working for both. Yeah, he's working for both. It? And after Guardians 3, he's coming back to Warner Brothers to do uh, season two of Peacemaker, Peacemaker as well as an additional yeah. an additional um spinoff, which I don't know if it'll be in the Suicide Squad world or a spinoff from the Peacemaker show. I hope we'll it's see. a spinoff from the Peacemaker show. I would love a vigilante show. I would love a vigilante show too, but I think I would love it, but I think the only thing is that like the characters are different, but they're kind of similar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they both kind of have like that kind of Quirky, kind of comedic, even though uh, Vigilante is a little more fucking psycho. So it makes sense to keep him in there. Yeah. I feel like if there was somebody I would. But it could be another Suicide Squad character. That's what I heard. I feel like I gotta, if that's the case, then I gotta rewatch Suicide Squad again. But you know what's interesting? 
I didn't particularly care for that movie. I know you didn't, because I remember when we watched it on HBO Max. I think I was the only one that thought it was chill. I was like, everyone else was like, was like, oh, I think if I had to pay for this, I wouldn't have, <laughs> I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, and then I just remember, I was, <coughs> and I knew it because I was just on my phone a lot. Yeah, but you do that in movies now. I've noticed that about you. True. Like uh, this, this man Tucson. When we go into movie theater, he takes his phone out, puts it on the armrest thing, sets it down like it's like. Like a little accessory, like this motherfucker. I'll tell you, when we see Batman, I bet not see a motherfucking phone, nigga. <laughs> that's got to be an immersive experience. Nah, I swear on everything. You, you turn that motherfucker off. That's a when fact. we're in the theater to go see the Batman. Literally, that's though, next Saturday? Two Saturdays from now. Oh, yeah, not this Saturday. Saturday. Oh, my God. Ooh, thank you for I mean, remind me I have to get my ticket to come back home. Yeah, you should figure that out. <laughs> no, I started looking. I just got to... Yeah. But it's, we're so close to this movie. I could literally sniff its ass. <laughs> That's how close we are to the Batman. I finished. I could smell the bat guano. <laughs> but here's the crazy part. We didn't. It's not. There's nothing crazy about what I'm about to say. But they um, the we didn't get the chance to talk about the prequel movie. The prequel movie. The prequel book. And that joint was great. So give us give us a quick summary of the prequel book. So it kind of it takes place right before the movie. Obviously, because it's Duh. a prequel, but it's a prequel. But continue. But it starts <laughs> off with Bruce Wayne as a boy, then you know, cuts off to him, you know, as a teenager. Then it cuts off to him after he graduates, like high school and college, mm-hmm. and you just see the develop the development of the Batmobile. You see how he starts getting ready to work on the suit, you know. And by the time the book ends, he is Batman. You know, it's what like was, a, what was your favorite part of the book? Because that was a, a vague a vague summary. Yeah, because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much spoilers in case anybody wants to read it. Okay. Well, can you give us like one one, um, one part thing that you like? I particular? thought was great was you know how he would come home from school, and in this one, between this Alfred, Alfred in Gotham, mm-hmm. and Alfred in the Pennyworth series. They all were former SAS agents or for former British intelligence, mm-hmm. and they teach Bruce how to fight and stuff like that. Um, they Bruce, call it like Bruce Jitsu. Yeah. yeah. So it's that, and then but Bruce also goes around the world, but you don't really hear about Bruce going around the world like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out where the Batcave is. Um, he gets the, he, you are with him as he starts to begin working on the Batmobile. And I think that's the best part for me is when he's really tinkering with the car mm-hmm. and going out on like these test drives and he races the Batmobile for the first time as a teenager. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you get to see how he, there's certain youthful angst that he does, but those youthful angst have purpose. Mm-hmm. Um. You kind of see how, and they talked about it in this thing that you was watching in the back, where it's how he's kind of a weirdo, yeah. like a reclusive weirdo. Yeah. You kind of see how like that starts to to start with him, you know. And that, that's something that I find I found to be very interesting. That's cool. So it'll kind of like I kind of in a sense enhance your mm-hmm. viewing process when you see the movie mm-hmm. if they have kind of like those little slight. Tidbits. Or even when you see him working on the Batmobile in the movie, you'd be like, oh yeah, I remember the book. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and when they talk about certain fuel suspensions, like you could tell, not saying that every author doesn't do like their due diligence and research, but 
this was like, all right, this is this muscle car. You know, I'm using this to make it go faster. Like you can. Was it his father's car? No. Oh, okay. Okay. And then in this joint, you remember how in the Joker he's trying to run from um, Thomas Wayne is running from Mayor? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Okay, yeah. Thing. In the movies, that might be considered a spoiler. Sorry if that's oh, a spoiler because that guys. that hasn't been widely known. But oh, yeah, we whoops. won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> that's why I was vague in the first place because I, I get excited talking about it. Yeah, but no, I, yeah, I do. I I'm still considering checking out just because I've I've watched so many summary videos on the book. I always feel like I'm like, why am I gonna? Pay but you, but you know what it. it is like. You can hear the summaries, but and that's but that's people's interpretation. It's not really your interpretation. Yeah, you know, and I really do think you would get a kick out of it. I read it in like three days, bro. Yeah, maybe before the end of the week, I'll I'll chop and just something I can listen to during the week before we actually see the movie. That'd be pretty cool. But yeah, this this Batman uh, prequel novelization is in bookstores. It's available on Kindle, Amazon, whatever. However, you guys read or listen to books, Tucson recommends it. Check it out, yeah. and to sort of stay in the bat realm, Michael Keaton. I mean, it's it's been confirmed a while that he'll be back in Batgirl, but it's it's never really been said whether he'll be in the suit, whether he'll see action. But we pretty much got confirmation of that about a week and a half ago, last week. Yep. It's been confirmed that you know we will see Michael, if not Michael Keaton, at least a stunt double in a, a bat suit, which. Kind of uh, throws it back to the 1980s Batman films, where um, you know Batman and Batman Returns, but it's it's a slight up, update on the suit. So just to give some um, some context to these set picks, uh, from what I saw, it looks like it was Batman taking down a criminal, and we see J.K. Simmons who plays Gordon. He, he's a younger looking Gordon, like they kind of dyed his hair to make him look younger, so you could tell this is probably going to be a flashback scene. Either so, a flashback or that's kind of where it takes place. That's no, no, it's a it's a flashback because I saw different set picks and with J.K. Simmons and one where he had, he had like the white hair, and then this one with the bat suit he had the the brown hair. Okay. Yeah. So this, but we could see the bat suit in multiple. you know yeah multiple uh, times. But what do you think of the suit? What do you think? Honestly, it gives me. You can see how it is. Um, an updated version of the return suit, but it also gives me Batman Forever vibes with the belt. Mm, I need to see the picture again. All right, that's actually what I was getting ready to look at. Look but for. but from what I remember, it um it looks more movable. Like the but then again, this is a stunt suit because it was a stunt kind of suit. Because sometimes stunt suits are very different from like the, the principal suit, suit in this, and they call it the hero suit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, it looks more movable. It looks. I wonder. I wonder if he could turn his head in that one. I like the cape. It looks like it's kind of like a shoulder pad kind of thing. It makes me think of Alex Ross. Yeah, I it really makes. I, especially with I the just, ears. Yeah, I just keep thinking of Kingdom Come when I see that. But I like this. I like how it's simplistic. It's just basic black. You got a little yellow in there. Bring it back to the black and yellow bat symbol. You know, it's it doesn't need to be anything crazy not that not that the other bat suits are wrong but like it's this is i think this is making it a little more simple uh playing on that nostalgia which a lot of these superhero movies seem to be doing lately and it seems like we're going to be getting more of but I, i'm excited i'm excited to to see it i'm just i wish it was coming out in theaters because i think this being batgirl and it being you know a fe- yeah a, a female superhero and Batgirl's played by Afro Latina actress. I think it'd be kind of cool if they put it in theaters. Well, you know, I feel like they're just they're trying to play it safe. I Why? Know. I mean, they because they, they changed Blue Beetle to theaters. 
Because Blue Beetle was supposed to be HBO Max, but then they said, you know, we're just gonna put Blue Beetle in theaters. True. So I think just these are the all these movies, the backer of the Blue Beetle from what I understand, they're not like huge budgets, so it's like they're not the biggest risks. And I think culturally a lot of people would appreciate to be able to see it on a big screen instead of, you know, on the TV. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Batgirl. It's got a great cast. You got Brendan Fraser as the villain. Firefly, so, right? Yeah, I'm hyped. He's a national treasure, but the suit looks good. Keaton's back. And he first makes his return in the flash. So we'll see if he actually uses that suit in the flash. So um yeah. Um yeah, so um what's next? Superman Rose? Oh yeah. Um well Khalid didn't get a chance to see this past episode. I, I definitely watched it without Yeah, him. he's a bit of a dick for that. I, I took the dickhead award for that one. Honestly, I thought he was gonna see it also. Um but man, this season is definitely not disappointing. It's firing all cylinders. Yeah. It's like woo. Yeah. From what I've seen so far, I've I've loved the season thus far. Like it's it if it's just picking up where we left off, and I'm pretty sure I said that before when we first started talking about it. But I'm very excited. We got a whole bizarro storyline we're going with. That looks like it's gonna be really yeah, interesting. which was a, a fake out because we they set up to be Doomsday, and you're kind of like, damn, they're doing Doomsday so soon. But then you know they kind of say, gotcha, bitch, and they bring out Bizarro, and that was and just fantastic. Story like. I, I, I know you haven't watched it. Don't yet. talk about this past episode. But Don't spoil it, bro. <laughs> I'm so like, pissed. Whoa. I was like, this motherfucker's watching it without me. I couldn't help. I no, couldn't bro. believe what I saw. I was watching this shit, and I was like, damn, this is so good. You had just left to go help mommy, and I was just like, oh, man. man. He, gonna, he gonna watch it. He so you waited for me to leave. Not really. And you, and you invited the side piece over. <laughs> You sneaky, cheating little bitch. What side piece, ho? Sneaky, sneaky, cheating little bitch. You couldn't even want to oh, he's gone? All right. Let me pop that shit in. Did you watch me walk down the block, too? And then you played it? Nah, not even, love. Sneaky bitches never prosper. I can't believe you. I rolled up. I was was smoking a little bit. I was watching this drink. I was just like, yo, this is really good. Guys, take the knife out of my back. This, you guys are, are listening to a breakup right now. <laughs> Not even. And then I went to the go Cal back. Podcast. Will be on. Will be available next Friday on all streaming platforms. Whatever you listen to. You on some petty Apple, shit right now? Yo. Apple, Google Podcast. My boy is on some petty. Have shit. you seen that though? That they do memes like that where it's like people no. would rather get cheated on than have you watch a Netflix show without him or some shit like that. They were like, that's like, just fuck somebody else. Don't worry about <laughs> don't this. Worry. Just fuck somebody else, but please don't watch that next episode of Game of Thrones without me. Please. Don't yeah. do that. What? <laughs> how did how, you like, how does I'm almost, even... you're like, I'm almost done with the episode. This motherfucker, I can't believe him. Yeah, he wasn't Meanwhile, time. he'll give me shit because it was one time I kind of started Boba Fett and he got me and guess what? I stopped it and I waited for him. Yeah, but he, the difference was you ain't catch me watching Superman this time. And if I didn't walk back there, nigga, you would have watched. You would have finished it. Sneaky bitches, never would have finished it, ho. You would have. You would have finished it. No, I wouldn't. I would have said, "Damn, let me wait for my brother." Oh, shut the fuck up! You're such a lie. Let, let me wait for the G. You're such a fucking lie. The ride or die. He's a oh, he's a fucking lie. <laughs> Don't guilty. listen to this motherfucker. I felt he ain't guilty. Feel so. guilty. 
I would have stopped it probably when it got to the end credits. Exactly. Like, Damn. But not I watched this shit, though, man. Like I said, this motherfucker. But anyway, Superman Lois is a, <laughs> a great season so far. A fantastic piece of television. <laughs> and um, Definitely check it out. Yeah, guys, check it out. Like, go from the first season, because if there's one thing that this show has, is a great story, great character development for each person. Yeah. Yeah. It really, then they really take their time. You really uh, get to stay with some of these characters. You really get to breathe some of them. You really do feel it out. And um, yeah, I, I'm just good show so far. The quality hasn't dipped. Thank God. Um, no, let's not even put it out there. Yeah. Plus, it's it's HBO Max quality. So yeah. And the CW may not last much longer. So we may get our wish, and all the good shit might go to yeah. To what you call it, so yeah. But Superman Lois airs Tuesday at eight on the CW. Check it out, guys. And please, um, please and thank you. Don't you have a rant for Comicsology? Oh, these motherfuckers! Oh, you know what we man. can call this grind my gears. You guys ever watch Family Guy? And Peter Griffin says, "You want to know what really grinds my gears?" That's what we're gonna do with Tucson. Take us out. No, so check this out. So Comicsology for all my nerds out there that's reading comic books. Happy belated comic book. Day for all you guys that read comic books on a DC day, happy belated for all you guys that do it on a Marvel day, happy belated. But man, Comicology did this whole upgrade to their app where it's it's like a, a Kindle feature and shit like that. And it's just difficult to see what you what you read and what you haven't read and all this other shit. And th- not everything is sinking in, so you gotta type shit out and pray that you can find it. It's just fucking ridiculous. They did a fucking upgrade for no reason. I remember Pops text me like, did you upgrade this thing? And I was like, nah, not yet. And then when I do it, it's some shit, man. It's some shit. There's no more smart list. You got rid of the fucking smart list, which helped me know what's unread, what I was reading, what I have next. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, well, here's all your comic books. And it's like, where the fuck? What didn't I read? motherfuckers like it's annoying and then if i want to read a comic book on my laptop i can't do comicology on a fucking laptop it's fucking annoying i type in comicology the shit takes me to fucking amazon i don't want to buy shit nigga i want to read you know whose fault this is (coughs) jeff bezos god damn fuck you jeff bezos in your quadrillion dollars you ruined comicsology for everybody but then we give what's his name uh the guy from CNN, some money, and that nigga cried on there or something. Who? Uh, what's that boy headed nigga on CNN? I don't know. I don't really watch news and shit like that. I'm an informed person, but I choose not to take part in the depressing media circus that is the news. <laughs> I get my information otherwise, other places, like soccer moms on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but- I'm not being serious. Please don't text me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was just it was fucking annoying, man. And the fact that they did that, it just it really, really oh. So trying to read comic books on it, it's annoying. I like to read on my laptop sometimes. It's yeah. I'm bad. Long story short, Jeff Bezos fucked us all. Down with the man. Us, man. Kill your masters. Let's take back what's ours. Revolution in this bitch. For comicology. For comicology. The revolution doesn't isn't going to be televised, but it will be broadcasted on Word to the Blurred. We we will be going militarized next week. Tune in next week when we will be talking about how to take down the man. But um, I'm gonna stop bullshitting. 
because um, I'm I'm kind of just spitballing right now, kind of freestyling right now, so I'm just talking shit. But um, and what a great shit talker you are, boy. Yeah, that's all off the top of the dome, man. Um, and you got any closing statements? Man, I'm just happy to be back home. You know, I'm leaving to go back to DC on Sunday, but be ready for some more shit from us. Like, be back on our shit. Yeah, happy to be happy to have you here. Happy to record another episode and just. And check out our Instagram, guys. You know. Yeah, we we I'll really we want your engagement. We want your engagement for sure. Please engage with us. Let you know what you think of episodes. Let us know what topics we should talk about. If if there's anything that you enjoy, anything that's particular geeky to you that you feel passionate about, would love to even talk to us about. Let us know. Um, but in closing, I'll just say this: live, laugh, love, and fuck. Yeah. But on that note, yo, this is two. This is Cal. Word, welcome to Word to the Blurred. Word to the Blurred with Two and Cal. Yo, we love y'all, man. Stay real. Blessings. Peace.